Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a tax sell veteran. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook. I'm the leading tax sell expert and trainer, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you are looking to learn more about investing in tax-defaulted real estate, including our comprehensive step-by-step training program, head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com. Again, TaxSellAcademy.com. Click join and become a member of the Academy. All right, on today's episode, I want to discuss the importance of determining your investment angle. Here's what I mean specifically. What exactly is your approach when investing in tax sell properties? The most successful investors are the ones who can vividly detail their specific approach or multiple approaches that are unique from everybody else. The truth is, so many investors have the only approach of just buying properties that are below market value and then reselling those properties and making a few bucks. And this does definitely work. And when it does work, it is fantastic. It's worked for me for a large portion of my career. It's worked for many of my students as well. But understand, this is just one of the strategies that I use and that I teach. It's gonna be the one that most investors will need to start with. It's gonna be the safest one. It's gonna be the easiest one. It's definitely gonna be easy to implement. Again, that's buying properties for less than market value, selling them and making a few bucks and moving on. All you're doing with this approach is trying to find the properties that are being sold under market. That's it, very, very simple, right? Now, in due time, of course, it would certainly be helpful for you to develop another strategy or even multiple strategies or investment angles once you get started. Let me give you some examples that I've used, that my students have used, or other investors I work with or train or coach have used, just to give you a few ideas of the possibilities of the different angles that are out there. How about buying the absolute cheapest properties, even if they're sold at retail value, but that retail value could be like very, very cheap, just a few hundred bucks, because these properties are perhaps in not very desirable areas in the grand scheme of things. But then you could buy those very, very cheap properties and you could resell them on maybe some auction websites like eBay, perhaps. Often, what you'll do is you'll add transaction fees on top of the sales price to help pad your margin a little bit. So an example might be a vacant lot that you purchase at a tax sale for say 500 bucks, right? It's a, maybe a piece of property out in the desert, out in the forest, something that most people aren't really interested in, right? Not a whole lot of demand for it. Then you resell on eBay for maybe $800, so $300 gross profit. Plus you add on a $200 transactional fee. So now you have a $500 profit on a $500 investment. It's not a truckload of money, but it certainly helps to pay the bills. Another strategy that I've seen used before is buying only commercial structures where you think there's certain things left inside. And what I mean by this is you're actually going around the country, some of these folks are, and they're kind of scrappers, if you will, right? They Instead of just doing it in one area, they travel the country and they'll buy every commercial property where they think there's some stuff inside. We're talking about things like fixtures that are perhaps worth some money. So what they'll do is they'll actually buy these buildings with the intention on breaking even on the building itself, breaking even on the real estate. They'll actually make a lot of their money, all their money, on the fixtures inside of that property. For example, a former restaurant might have fixtures that include ovens, hoods, and other appliances that could be scrapped and made you know, quite a bit of money for these investors. Now, this is obviously a very, very unique strategy and something that you probably shouldn't do unless you have experience with, but I have seen people pull it off successfully. Another strategy 
is to utilize other people's money to invest in tax sell properties. These properties will produce low but guaranteed margins. And what you're doing is you are basically keeping the spread. Now, here's what I mean by that. With this strategy, you'd be borrowing funds from an outside investor. Say you borrow those funds at 6%. So that 6% is guaranteed to that investor who funds that transaction. Then you buy the properties that are guaranteed to either be redeemed if it's a tax lien or the properties that are going to be very, very easy to sell if it's a tax deed. And let's say you make an overall gross return of 10%. So what would happen in this situation is there's a 4% difference. There's a 4% spread here. So you have no money out of pocket, just your time. But your investors, they've earned that guaranteed 6%. You keep the difference, which is 4% of their money. So that's a very, very good way to get involved if you have outside people willing to loan your money. And here's a little bit of a tip here. You can actually do this utilizing a credit card if they have some sort of introductory rate, maybe a 0% for a year or 1.99% a year, just whatever they offer, you can apply the same strategy. Now, another option, of course, is owner financing. Some investors are willing to pay near retail prices. And in exchange for that, in exchange for selling the properties at basically break-even rates, what they'll do is they'll actually only allow those properties to be sold with owner financing. They'll hold on to them, and if you want to buy it, you must owner finance it with them. And they'll charge 10 to 15% interest rates. And they'll make most of their money, if not all their money, off the interest that they are charging on that property over the course of that loan. Now, obviously, Dodd-Frank Laws limits this now when it comes to primary residences, but it is an option that I see frequently utilized. Another one, what about investing in depressed areas only? Sure, it can be pretty risky, but there is certainly a market for it. I know a gentleman who buys every single house in a specific depressed area, and he actually does quite well working with the residents there. He keeps the properties as real properties, and he has made quite a bit of money over time using this approach. And I say low dollar property with a low dollar rent, but he's been able to make it work. I've also been involved in transactions where I've purchased vacant land, I've cleaned up the title, and I've resold it to developers or builders who are active in that specific area. What happened was I made a little bit of money, they got it for slightly below market rates, and they were able to focus on what they did best, which is develop or build homes, right? So I turned my money over very quickly, and those profits are nearly guaranteed because I knew ahead of time that they wanted lots in that area. Now, obviously, guys, these are just a few of the very specific strategies you can utilize. And of course, you might not like one or even any of these strategies, and you don't have to use any of them. But I wanted to kind of give you these strategies to show you the creativity that is out there when it comes to investing in tax defaulted real estate. I really want to encourage you to become creative in this business. Tax sale investing can be a very lucrative business. But as I mentioned earlier, the most successful investors not only are going to jump on top of those easy deals where they are just standard properties sold below market values, but they're also going to utilize the out-of-the-box thinking by investing with different angles and different approaches. Now, if you're completely new to this business, you might find it difficult coming up with certain strategies or different angles, and I completely understand that. The reality is that your brain might just not 
think about it correctly, right? Kind of like a doctor will notice certain stuffs in the medical field, or maybe a quarterback sees football plays differently, or maybe a mechanic looks at an engine differently. A veteran tax investor is certainly going to see different strategies than a beginner tax investor. But my suggestion for you is to start off with the easiest strategy to implement, which of course is the strategy where you're simply buying properties under market and then you're reselling them. And while there is more competition, it can be a great way to get your feet wet and learn what works and what doesn't. And then, this is the most important part, as you develop and as you learn, commit to yourself to keep your eyes open and learn the possibilities that exist. What happens to a lot of new investors is they get jaded by perhaps one easy deal or maybe the complete opposite where they struggle to find that first deal and they get such tunnel vision that they don't pay attention to what's happening around them. So be very, very observant. Now don't push anyone else's ideas or their suggestions or their approaches to the side. Really pay attention say, will that work for me? Is that what I wanna do? Now I'm not saying you need to copy them completely but carefully watch what others do and see if there's any way that you can implement it whether it's now or in the future. One of the most beneficial qualities to have in this business is to be very observant. Not only should you be observant of what other tax sell investors are doing, but be observant of the market, of investors' approaches that are even outside of the tax sell business. Pay attention to what's going on around you. So if you've been in this business for a while now, it is time to step outside of your comfort zone and start determining some of the other approaches that could potentially be more lucrative than what you're doing right now. And if you're just getting started, it's time to really focus on learning, but constantly remind yourself to pay attention to what others are doing and to never get stuck in a rut. And remember, scoop up every single property that you can that's easy and that meets your objectives and you can get below market value if you're confident you can sell it quickly, but always ask yourself, what other investment angles can you potentially take to acquire more properties? Guys, before I close out today's episode, I do want to remind you of two quick resources. If you haven't yet picked up this book, The Tax Sell Playbook, I really urge you to right now. You can grab it at taxsellacademy.com. Just cover the nominal shipping costs. And of course, if you're looking to learn how to invest in tax-faulted real estate in a comprehensive step-by-step manner, you're going to want to join the Tax Sell Academy. And you can do that by going to taxsellacademy.com and clicking on join. And as always, guys, if you did enjoy this episode and you found it helpful, We'd be really appreciative if you take a few seconds out of your day to leave us some positive feedback and a five-star rating. We read and we notice each and every single positive comment, and we are so thankful for those who have already taken the time to do so. I really hope this has helped you out today. Take care. See ya.